Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today's session is going to be a hard tempo piece. It's going to be one where you're going to have to push hard in order to maintain pace and get to the end, but it shouldn't really at any point feel like you can't get to the end. What's going to happen is you're going to rise up with intensity and then you're going to have a recovery, up with intensity and have a recovery. Because what we're going to do is 10 times 3 minutes and then two minutes rest in between, and those three minute intervals are gonna be at 2K plus five pace and at 28 strokes per minute. Now, if you don't know about the 2K uh, pacing strategy, then don't worry about it. You can either look at the description where I explain it, or you can watch the video, um, the importance of baseline testing, or you can just gauge this at around about a seven to eight out of 10. So you're up there almost at maximum, but you're just behind it, okay? And this is why I'm saying it's one that you're gonna have to push in order to hold it, but it's not really going to get to a point where you feel you can't complete. Even by the very last interval when you're going to be really um, <laughs> worn out and whatever, when you stop, you can kind of after a couple of minutes rest, you'd think, you know what, I could probably do that again. Whereas when you do a max session, when you're finished, you're like, you know what, I need to just go somewhere and have a lie down. Okay, so that's the difference. So, because this is going to be quite an intense workout anyway, we're going to do a six-minute warm-up, right? Because what I want to do is a four-minute warm-up plus the little drills at the end just to make sure that you can hit the ground running on the first interval. I don't want that first interval to be one where you ease into it. I want you to be able to go 28 strokes a minute, 2K plus five pace from the get-go, okay? So, as far as the warm-up's concerned, we start off by setting up our machine. Remember to do your drag factor first. If you don't know about drag factor, please check out the video that's on the YouTube channel. Next up, go to your monitor and set it to eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, set the foot straps so that when you come to the front of the machine, you're able to get your shins into a nice vertical position, okay? If you set them too high, there'll be chance you're not going to quite be able to get to vertical. If you set them too low, then you might go shooting straight past vertical, okay? And ideally, you want to get to vertical and then push out in order to get the right amount of power transfer, right? It's a general ballpark. That means the straps run about the bottom lace on your shoe. And again, this is a general ballpark idea anyway, because some people can roll perfectly well by going past vertical or not quite too perfect, too vertical, but Baby bear, that's what I'm trying to do. So, our six minute warm up is going to start at 18 strokes a minute, and we're going to hold run about 18 the whole way through. And we're going to start in three, two, one. Let's go. Now, intensity wise, I just want you to start off this warm up by just connecting with a little bit of force. If you really want a pace guide, then we're looking around about 2k plus, say, 30, just until you get the heart rate up a little bit. Start to ease off your body a little bit too. Point here being, you're just trying to work on this connection of the push with the legs, connecting with the hands and the handle at the same time that you push with your legs. 
I'll talk more technique as we go through the session today, but in this warm-up phase, it's just about getting a little bit of power in to get the heart rate up. And through the next minute, just start to increase your pace a bit. Maybe get closer to around about 2K plus 20. Again, I know I said watch videos and things, but this old 2K pacing thing is based around you rowing a 2000 meter time trial as fast as you can. And then you divide your final time by four. And that gives you your average 500 meter pace for a 2K. And then we use that to describe the pace to row your sessions at. And this is how we, I say we, I mean me. This is how I can come up with these sessions and from an intensity point of view it doesn't really matter whether you're a seven minute 2k rower or an eight minute the proportion of effort you're putting in when you go five seconds slower is pretty much the same it's as close as we can get as I can get to a cookie cutter plan that works for most people. If you want a bespoke plan tailored to you, then usually you have a coach anyway that knows you inside and out and can tell you from day to day what to do. But I don't know you. I'm just some guy on YouTube. Anyway, right. Got 45 seconds, just continuing at this pace, getting nice and warm, body easing off, heart rate climbing. And then in 30 seconds time, we'll start doing some of the little drills beginning with taking one foot out of the foot straps and putting it on the floor and then continuing to row so two more strokes one more let's put that foot on the floor and then continue to row let's find a comfortable position for that foot so that you're able to rock back onto your heels and then forwards onto your toes to allow the leg that's still strapped in to be able to push like normal without feeling restricted. Swap feet, give the other one a chance. This is just good for working on that compression into the front of the machine because you're not fighting against two legs and also it kind of gives you a chance to 
concentrate leg by leg and see if you've got any kind of weird weakness or instability. Last stroke, both feet back in, legs straight, and then just rock over your hips, backwards and forwards, and pull in the arms, so you're rowing with just your back and arms. You can have a tiny bend to your legs if you don't want to totally lock them out. Just don't generate any power from them. Just caught myself over leaning there. Don't do that. Okay, roll to the front of the machine, straight arms, and just push out. This is about connecting the legs and handle at the same time. So you don't have to push out too far. Just wanting to make sure and practice that drive from the front of the machine, keeping your arms straight and a forward lean into the front of the machine. One more. Oh. Alrighty then. So, you keep on moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink. Maybe do some light rowing while I recap what the session is, but just make sure not to tire yourself out. And I'll take off my hoodie before describing again what we're doing. Just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Row Along on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. Okay then, hoodies off and I'm in Superman colours, the red and blue. Which is quite a good thing because today's session is a good, hard, tough one that you're going to need superpowers for to get to the end. Because what we're going to do is 10 times 3 minute intervals with 2 minutes rest in between. Now as far as your monitor is concerned, you can just program in 3 minute intervals and 2 minutes rest and just row all 10. Or you can use the ErgZone app where you will find this as RA18. But there's a good chance that we're going to end up slightly out of sync just because of the way the monitor works with the start delay uh, between the two of us. We could end up a little bit out of sync as we get through this row. Um, now, if that does happen and this is what you do, go by your monitor. Don't wait for me. When your monitor changes, you do it, okay? Because the reason you'll set your monitor that way is so you can come back and look at your intervals um, afterwards, okay? Now, if you don't care about looking at your monitor afterwards to see what your intervals were like, then what I suggest you do is just set your monitor to 48 minutes and 15 seconds, say, and just start rowing, and it will count down as I row. The 15 seconds at the end is just, in, just to account for that delay, okay? And then that way you'll have a 48-15 row that you can then log as your total distance, and you can come back, and you can still see in the graph how you got on, but you won't have those uh, intervals in front of you. It's all terribly complicated. It's all terribly terribly annoying, but it's just an annoyance with the Concept2 monitor that we could end up delayed. If you're not using a Concept2, then it might be absolutely fine and perfect, but I've got to put in this caveat until they work out what's going on and fix it, hopefully, if they're going to fix it. Anyway, right, massive intro for that one. Sorry, that shouldn't have gone anywhere near as long as that. You're going to do pace-wise, this one's going to be at 2k plus 5 pace, so you're going to be up there intensity-wise, and your stroke rate's going to be the good old favourite 28 strokes a minute. So that stroke rate and pace should come hand in hand, that as long as you hold the stroke rate, you should be round about the right pace. And the important thing here is I want you to try and hold 2k plus 5 through the entire workout. Once you get to round about interval 7, maybe, if you start to feel like you really want to push the pace, then by all means do. But what I don't want you to do is to push the pace and then have to slow down for intervals like 9 and 10 because you push too hard and you're destroyed. I want you to make sure you're doing at least 2k plus 5 the whole way through this, okay? That's really important in order for you to be able to get 
the effects of this workout that has designed, okay? I'll talk to you more about it in rest periods. There's no point in me talking all about it now because otherwise I'll have nothing to say when we're in the, in the rest. So, just quick recap. 28 strokes a minute, 2K plus 5. Follow me for stroke rate either on the video or on the podcast. You can hear the sound of my flywheel and just try and hold that 2K plus 5 pace, okay? I'm obviously stalling, so let's just get into this. Here we go then. In three, two, one, let's go. I try and get up there nice and quick for stroke rate and pace. Whoa, now I've got the pace up and my stroke rate's down at 26. There we go. I want you in these intervals to try and really get up to the pace as quickly as possible. If it takes you 30 seconds to get up to your right pace, you're missing out on 30 seconds of intensity that is meant to be there. So remember, your pace is coming from your legs here. Big push with the legs at the front of the machine with straight arms should send the power into the machine get that flywheel or water wheel whatever you have get it turning And then, technique-wise, you're really just at this stage, I just want you to concentrate on that backswing, the hip rock from a one o'clock forward lean to an 11 o'clock backward lean. All right, one minute to go. I'll keep on dropping technique tips through this workout, but I'm not gonna overload them all at you in this first interval. Keep that pace up. 30 seconds to go. A good push for those legs. This first interval should feel nice and smooth. Okay, 10 seconds to go. We've got two more strokes, maybe. Not quite the end. Oh, yes, I'm rowing. There you go. One down, nine to go. Now, previous versions of this row, you had a lot more rest. So it was like eight minutes or eight times 
four minutes on, three minutes off, or 10 times three minutes on, three minutes off. So the fact you're only getting two minutes rest this time is hopefully, I suppose it's gonna to feel tough, but this is what we've been working towards. We're in week three of the 2K plan if this is what you're, how you're rowing today's session. So it's a session two of week three of the 2K plan. So, because we've already been two full weeks into it, you should have developed an element of speed and ability to hold tempo and be a little bit fitter. So that's why today's session is pushing you a bit more in terms of not giving you quite as much recovery. So hopefully it'll be judged perfectly for you where it'll feel tough. But like I said, not so tough that you don't feel you can continue. What's likely to happen is that in each interval, at that point when it starts to feel tough and you have to push and like make an effort to push to complete, that'll happen quicker and quicker each time. But you're not gonna to get to a point where you're not gonna be able to complete. Okay, we're gonna get into interval two in 15 seconds. Get yourself ready, comfortable in the seat, 10 seconds to go. Get a nice powerful posture ready, pick up your handle. Five seconds to go, four, three, two, one, go. <sighs> Now hopefully, you're gonna hit your 28 and 2K plus five almost instantly because you've just been doing it and your brain has kind of locked into that rhythm and almost kind of an autopilot just wants to get straight back to it again. And that's kind of one of the reasons between the fact that I tend to always row the same pace and the same stroke rates. So 2K plus five, pretty much always 28 strokes a minute in the 2K plan because I want you just to get used to attaching a pace to a stroke rate because that way when your stroke rate goes up so does your pace it's a simple way to think about it 18 strokes a minute is all the way down at 2k plus 20 pace all the way up to 32 strokes a minute that I row as my 2k pace okay just under a minute to go. Really think about getting that handle away nice and quick to create the rhythm for these higher stroke rate pieces. 
so you're not pausing at any point in the stroke in out in out with the handle oh, almost there 10 seconds 6 4 last stroke So a little bit tougher. My heart rate was three beats higher when I finished that one. And it's kind of felt rise for me anyway. And then it'll start to hold a lot closer, probably around about interval five and six. And then maybe just increase by a couple more beats by the time I get to the end. But to be honest, I don't, when I'm actually in the row, I don't tend to focus much on my heart rate. It's here, it's the recovery. That's when I focus on heart rate. So like I say, I just finished at 155 beats per minute. And that's a minute gone into this recovery. And I just ducked under hundred. I'd hope to be kind of round about 70-ish by the time we start the next interval. Might not be because I'm talking so much, but... And that speed of recovery is what I do pay attention to because that lets me know how hard I'm pushing myself, how my body's reacting to it, whether I'm recovering well or whether it's starting to take its toll and I'm tipping over the edge into that kind of anaerobic threshold point. Or your body can no longer take in the oxygen it needs and you start to tire quicker. Alright, that's good news, so I'm at 15 seconds to go and I'm at 64 beats per minute, which means I've recovered well in this interval. Let's see if that continues. Interval 3 is starting in 5 seconds time. 3, 2, 1, go! <sighs> Right, so let's go back to technique. And that forward lean at the front. It's not just a lean, okay? It's a tilt, a rock over the hips. If you only think of it as a lean, you might be tempted to bend your upper or lower back and that's not the point I want you to have a powerful posture at both ends of the stroke and then you just rock backwards and forwards tilting over your hips so that as you do come forwards into this position your hips are tilted forwards keeping you up on your sit bones and allowing 
that powerful posture to keep you strong through the stroke. It does help to really think about that brace of the core as you drive from the front. I'm not talking tense as though you're about to be punched. I just mean braced in order to help the power flow up through your body from your legs into your arms and into the handle so push with the legs with straight arms and a forward lean at the front and that is how the power gets in okay two more strokes yeah one more no <sighs> ah. there you go 162 finish on that one see what this recovery is like but yeah so your body position is to go from that forward lean to backward lean by rocking over your hips. You're not kind of like this, where you're just kind of a rounded C shape that's tucking and rolling your hips back underneath and then over, underneath and then over. Because when you do that, you should be able to feel your bones, your butt bones, squashing your glutes as you roll over like that. Really tucked, nasty posture. And that's one of the big issues with butt pain. Whereas if you're hopping your sit bones, tilting backwards and forwards, you don't get that rolling of the butt bones over your glutes. And so that part of it doesn't hurt. There may be other parts that hurt, but that shouldn't if you're just rocking backwards and forwards over your hips. Oh, I shouldn't have to say, make sure to drink in between each interval. I'm hoping you'll work that one out yourself, but if you haven't had a drink, make sure and drink. You don't want to let dehydration scupper your chances of holding pace to the end. I'm into interval four next. Get ready for this one. We're starting in 10 seconds time. Get your butt seated nicely. Pick up your handle. Five, four, Three, two, one, go. And although I breezed past it in the last interval, I really want you to think about keeping those arms loose, shoulders, 
relaxed as you come into the catch and then as you drive out with the legs you hold that forward lean and keep your arms straight if you grab and bend your elbows early pulling on the handle from the start you're leaking energy by fighting with your leg power and you're also reducing the amount of pull you do have available at the back of the stroke so as you push with the legs and your core braces your arms stay straight and brace against the power too so you're not tensing up and choking the handle you're keeping a nice open grip fingers hooked over the handle thumbs underneath lightly touching your forefinger which lets air circulate lets power go through and also gives an extra centimeter of length three two one ah. four in starting to feel tougher now starting to actually look forward to the point where it says one minute to go because I know I can hold that for one minute to go it's easy it's the first two minutes that are tough but yeah as you come forwards shoulders nice and loose arms nice and loose I said before about imagine you're a zombie nice and loose as you come forwards you don't have to dip your hands obviously but and then you just you roll your your elbows slightly out and that helps turn on your lats as you're about to so that as you drive sorry your lats are engaged and you go and then your arms tense with the power but not not full tense tense you brace you don't tense you get what I mean hello I said tense I didn't mean to I'm sorry and that just lets 
It's like a straight chain of power through your arms into the handle. So you don't, you're not floppy loose as you drive. You have to brace against the power, but you're also not Popeye muscle popping. Your Popeye muscle popping comes here at the back as you finish, which I'll explain in the next interval. Right, interval five is coming up in 10 seconds time. Get comfy, get into that powerful posture. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Because I said that I want you to hold that forward lean as you start the leg drive. But obviously, there's a point when you transition from that forward lean into the backward lean. In the same way that I'm saying I want your arms straight, but there is a point when you pull in to a strong finish. And basically, keep your forward lean and straight arms until your legs are about halfway through their drive and then that's when you swing your body over your hips into that backward lean and then just after you start that body rock that's when you pull the handle in to your chest for a good powerful finish and make sure it is a powerful finish don't think of your arms as an afterthought get them in squeeze your shoulder blades together handle run about sternum height to fully engage your lats your biceps and your shoulders and your pecs too okay five four three two one oh. Oh. so I haven't been on the machine for three days I haven't done anything for three days due to work and so this is my first session back 
I did contemplate doing session three today and then session two tomorrow and just flipping them. But I wanna get haircut and that would mess things up. So anyway, it's interesting to see how just a couple of days away and that top end sharpness that we're all trying to develop to be good at 2K or whatever, just is blunted off slightly. I know this because I actually did this session last week just to check that I wasn't asking too much of you. Uh, and that was about six days ago. And it felt a lot better then than it does today. So we're halfway through now. We're at that Bon Jovi point. But I don't remember feeling quite as zapped at this stage last time. But then, I mean, this weekend's nutrition was awful. Saturday, I had a Nando's for dinner. Sunday, I had a Domino's pizza, an entire Domino's pizza. I was at work and that's what they brought in for us. So I don't really think I put the best amount of fuel in my body. 10 seconds to go until interval six. Get comfy, get the handle up. Five, four, three, two, one, go. I want you to continue trying to get up to pace with the right stroke rate as quickly as possible. You shouldn't, especially at the start of each interval, you shouldn't feel fatigued and unable to hit pace. Even if that point happens sooner and sooner, you should at least be able to start strong. I'm still okay a minute in. It's around about 1.30. I start to need to concentrate on my breathing pattern and really putting in a solid shove from my legs in order to keep the pace up. But it's okay. It is tough, but I know I can finish. Yeah. I just got that kind of shiver down my body that says come on man you don't need to do this and that's the question you need to overcome you do it enough in training when the question of should you hold pace appears in a race you're used to just saying don't worry I've got this I know better than you I can complete 
And that's what we're doing right now. Is training ourselves to hold intensity when the going is harder. Okay, almost there. Five, four, three, two, one. Four to go. After all, it's easy to do even 2K plus seven on this workout. Makes it easy to get through. It'll feel tough, but you'll never get posed that question by your body about, or your brain, however you want to put it. But that little chime that goes off saying, this is tough. You sure you don't want to slow down? Now that's just protection mode. Your body knows it's uncomfortable and its first line of defense is giving you that feeling of whether you want to stop or not. So that you need to break through that first line of defense with the confidence that you're building on a rule like this and say, it's okay, don't worry, I've got this. And it helps when you know that you've only got a minute and a half left of that interval and stuff. So as well as the intensity for your muscles and your cardio, the brain training of this session cannot be underestimated that you're getting posed this question pretty much nine or 10 times. Should you keep going? Should you keep going? And you know you can, so you do. How's my, a quick heart rate check. So we're 20 seconds to go and I'm up at 92. So it's showing that this is taking its toll on my body. And you think after interval two, it was like 65. So at this stage, right, let's get into interval seven in six seconds. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Now I said in the last one, how I got to a specific stage I needed to start focusing on my breathing. Obviously, that's tougher for me because I'm talking to you and that throws my breathing patterns right out the window. But if you're okay, you're just listening to me, so you can focus on making sure you're controlling your inhale and exhale. Now, whether you inhale or exhale on the drive, that's up to you. Whatever makes you 
feel most comfortable. But what I recommend is you find a pattern that works in rhythm to your stroke. Whether that's in, out, in, out on the drive, then recovery, or shallower breaths on the recovery. Who knows? Just find a rhythm that gets the oxygen in and importantly the carbon dioxide back out again okay 20 seconds my stroke rates crept up a bit sorry five four three two one ah. Ah. we're getting there three more to go like I said if you want to start increasing your pace at this stage you can if you want but I recommend little nibbles of increase uh, for instance don't start this one at 2k flat at 2k pace and then find you have to back right off maybe start 2k plus 4 for the first minute if you still feel good 2k plus 3 for the next and then maybe because we've still got 3 to, three to go just hold that 2k plus 3 start the next one at 2k plus 3 see if you can increase and then the last one well if you want to sprint the last one then go by all means but like I say the important thing is that you can hold your at least 2k plus 5 for every single interval if you try and go too fast and you blow the interval and you have to go slower you're really losing the effect training effect of this you're meant to be holding that intensity okay oh, lecture over on that one three more to go then interval 8 is coming up in 15 seconds so get yourself comfortable 10 seconds to go pick up your handle 5 4 3 2 1 go now I can certainly feel my body is beginning to fatigue on me I think I'll get to about a minute, maybe a minute 15 in 
and then I'll start to need to hold on and push through to complete. Again, maybe this is why I found it easier last time round because I wasn't talking when I did the test whereas I am this time and hopefully the fact that I can hold 2k plus 5 oh. and mostly talk to you is giving you confidence that if I can do it then you can do it too when you're not talking oh. come on hold that posture it's usually the first thing to go a minute to go hold that forward lean and drive out with the legs straight arms don't don't get lazy and pull early keep those arms nice and straight and finish strong almost there here we go 10 seconds 3 2 1 uh, oh. so that one for me anyway by the time I got to the end of it say the last 30 seconds it was definitely both hands into the top tier ladder of intensity remember when I talk about bottom, mid and top tiers I'm not talking about abilities I'm talking about effort levels so bottom is like 5 to 6 out of 10 mid around about 7 or 8 out of 10 and then top is 9 to 10 out of 10 so that last interval for me started <coughs> probably started about 8 to be honest seven and a half eight and by the end of it <coughs> it was certainly a nine scaling up to nine and a half enough that I'm not looking forward to this next one because I know there's still two to go so this one usually the second last one is always the toughest because you're like oh I've got to get through this one and I'm already feeling like this but in the last one because it's your last one 
you've almost got that elation of knowing it's almost over. But we've got this. It's meant to be tough. Like I keep saying, this session is designed to push you. It's designed to make you feel the way you are right now. And trust me, I feel exactly the same way you do. Okay, interval nine in 10 seconds. Come on, we've got this. Six seconds, five, four, three, two, one, go. This row will make you better at any time trial distance. because it's exposing you to hardship over and over again. You'll experience this in a 1K, 2, 5, 10, 60 minutes, half marathon. You'll feel this intensity it's just a matter of how soon like in a 1k so after like 20 strokes you're here a 2k maybe 800 meters in is when you need to concentrate on really banishing the negativity and pushing through trusting your training and your experience because of sessions like this one minute to go come on full slides all the way forwards shins vertical and then drive out hard legs down Do not shorten your stroke. Keep it long. Sure. Recovery. Handle away. And your rock forwards over your hips. That's what keeps you right. Five. Four, three, two, one. Ah, oh. that was my slowest interval so far. One fifty point four, according to our zone. But then it does tend to round and change. 
the previous interval when I start the next, so we'll see what that one says. But it's not about me, it's about you. You okay? One more to go. We've got this. Even if, even if you're sitting here thinking, I'd rather not do this last one. That's fine, that's how I feel as well. I wish I'd only programmed this as nine. But then, when we got to the end of the eighth, we'd be thinking that about the one we just did. And we just managed that one. And so we're into this. So, trust me, it's gonna be hard. You're gonna hit that point, maybe a minute in, where you're gonna be like, this is getting into a top tier now, this is tough. But you've only got two minutes to go at that point. 56 strokes, close your eyes and just row it and it'll be over. And then we'll have a wee cool down and then we'll be done. And you can celebrate the fact that you stayed strong and made it to the end. This may be tough, but it's not gonna be as tough as it would feel if you stopped, because you'd be like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have stopped. You'd be beating yourself up in the changing room afterwards. 15 seconds to go until our last interval. Get yourself ready, seat yourself properly. We're going in 10 seconds. Pick up your handle, get your posture right, so we start right. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Right. Now, if you're feeling strong still, then of course, see if you can push this. I recommend sticking to 28 for the stroke rate and just using your muscles to go faster. Because your cardio should be okay if you're feeling strong. So start zapping your muscles and your cardio will follow. Let's keep fluid as we finish off this workout. A nice rhythm. Get that connection with the foot plates and the handle. Try not to pause at either end of the stroke. So, in, out, in, out, and then out, in. Try not to hover at the front of the machine as you change direction. I've got a terrible habit of holding position 
at the front of the stroke for a couple of tenths of a second and that's enough to cause huge power leaks for me almost there come on everyone see if you can push five four three two one oh oh well that sucked <laughs> in a good way there was one of the comments I left or said or something I said embrace the suck to which someone I can't remember if it was Charlie or Chris or apologies whoever it was you know what my brain's like if someone said that should be your next t-shirt sadly I think it's the Navy Seals their branding is embrace the suck it's some army type anyway I don't really want to cross them by borrowing their brand so and embracing hardship that's it's what Tom Foxley used to say from the um, uh, oh from the CrossFit um, mindset guy he used to always talk about embracing hardship so I can't use that one either I have to think of something else stick that in a t-shirt anyway right that was enough of a waffle that hopefully you recovered enough that we can start doing this two minute cool down we're going to do it 18 strokes a minute again and maybe start around about that 2k plus 30 pace okay in three two one go oh crikey <laughs> that was a noise to make right at the start so all we're doing much like the beginning of the warm-up all we're really doing is connecting with our arms and legs so just enough force that your muscles have to activate which helps to flush out whatever acids are produced from all that hard work but you're not working so hard that your heart rate goes straight back up again mine's just hovering along at 118 right now my heart rate and that's kind of where I want to hold it just I don't want it to go above that by much if anything I want it to start falling because I'm taking it easier just gently sliding into neutral after what was let's face it a tough workout perfect standalone workout for when you're looking for some real intensity and it's a perfect session two 
for week three of the 2K plan, this Redux version I'm doing, the redo one, because if you think how we ended week two, we ended that week with intensity. Beginning was easier and then the end was tough. And so I'm picking up off that in this session. There you go, that's my two minute cooldown all done. Picking up off, picking up off that where session two this week is a toughie. Session three is back down to a bottom tier fitness building, slower, low heart rate or lower heart rate one. But session four this week is a notorious top, top <laughs> workout. One that I'm actually, when I, when I went, oh yeah, it's this week for that one, I was actually starting to think, should I change it just so I don't have to do it? But it is a tough one this week. So you'll have to wait and see it if you can't remember from the last time round, but it's basically the same one again. And that'll be fun. But yeah, so whether you've done this as a standalone or whether you've done it as part of the 2K plan, or maybe you've just migrated this into the 500 or the uh, 5K plan, whatever. It doesn't matter how you've done it. If you've done it, I do hope you found it as intense as I did because that's how it was meant to be. If you found this easy, then I'd say either you weren't going hard enough or you need a new 2K training time because this certainly was not easy for me, so... Um, or just try talking the whole way through. Huh, that might, might make a difference. Anyway, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, what will we call... Have I done hashtag hard shit? I don't know if I have, actually. So basically, I always use... If, you're not, if you didn't notice, at the end of the row, I always kind of give a hashtag just so that you can use that and reply to kind of just prove to me you made it all the way to the end of it. Because, you know, I, I'm that way inclined. I like to know that you've actually watched the video. Um, yeah, so leave hashtag hard shit. Um, as for if you're interested at all, if you've been following the progress of my uh, daughter Holly, who is desperate to get my Series 2 Apple Watch off me, uh, then we're getting closer. Um, and hopefully, well, you never know, depending on when you watch this, could be a few years' time, and you're like, what's he on about? Um, yeah, so, but hopefully, pretty soon, she will be able to get my Apple Watch. And if you're, again, if you're not, not aware of this, then basically I want to get the new one and I did a trade-in thing for this, the Series 2, and the Apple trade-in was only gonna give me 30 pounds for this. So rather than just effectively throw it away, um, my daughter Holly needs a watch. So I said to her, you know what? If I hit a certain amount of subscribers, then you can get my watch. Um, and so she's now desperate uh, to um, try and, get my subscriber numbers up, which is why in session three, there will be sl something slightly different happening in the background, okay? As long as I remember to do it, there'll be something slightly different going on up there, but you'll have to wait and see that in session three. Anyway, this has been a long outro. Um, I don't know why I'm waffling for time, but hey, why not? Thank you so much for doing this video. Thank you for watching, commenting, subscribing, joining, whatever you've done, then thank you for being part of my little world. I really do appreciate it. And I do hope that you will come back and do another of my workout videos or watch one of my little talkies, whether it's me in a kilt talking about what to wear or uh, talking about apps or some of the future ones that I'm gonna make. Um, I do hope you enjoy them. Please leave comments because it's nice to know you're out there. And I will sign off now. So thanks very much. Be well, stay safe, bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.